0: External validation will never, ever fill the void. You have to give yourself that validation. Hello. Oh my goodness! I think that volume is too loud. Hello, and welcome back to the bounds with Bryn Podcast. How are we doing today? Long time, no talk. So I had an episode all ready to go last week before I left for Florida and it was just kind of an episode talking about my trip to Long Island to visit my friend and all of kind of the things that I learned from that trip and yeah it was just a really good self-care trip but and I recorded a podcast on that but I just I wasn't feeling it. So we'll see if I end up putting that out, but for now, I just decided to take a week off um, and record something new, something fresh, something more in alignment right now. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that last week I was in Florida on a trip with a bunch of friends, and it was a blast. We had such a fun time. However, I'm feeling, after coming home, I'm feeling very, very misaligned at the moment and lost. Like I said, I had such a good time. However, I was in such a good mindset right before I left. Like, I had just, I feel like, come to an end of cycles with some negative mindsets and i was really starting to get into a good fresh mindset with myself with my body with how i wanted it to approach life and then i went and for the first couple days of the trip i really tried to continue moving my body doing what feels good reading enjoying the sun practicing gratitude journaling all the good habits that i have instilled for myself but then as the week approached the weekend, I slowly started fading out of that. More people started showing up to the house, and I just kind of stopped doing that, and I started being more present and just having fun. Well, it's not that I wasn't being present before. It was just different kind of present. I kind of stopped working on myself for a minute, and I just tried to, like, be on vacation, So I kind of lost track of my mindset there, and I think I, within, like, one week, I became completely misaligned. When you are surrounded by energy drainers, and I don't mean necessarily people, I just mean, like, for me, an energy drainer would be not moving my body, staying pretty still, um, eating not the best foods for me being around a lot of people, even if it's great people. For me, it drains me to just be around a lot, to be around a lot of people. And then to not have those energy givers, like those little habits that I've instilled, like not having time for myself alone to read, not moving my body, those kinds of things, not eating foods that fuel and nourish me. And I'm at a point now where my body craves those things. My body no longer craves the easy way out. It craves the the journaling. It craves the reading. It craves the good foods and the movement of my body. So now being home, I just still feel like I'm in a very um, materialistic mindset where I'm back to just thinking about what other people think about me, especially, like, what boys think about me. That is my biggest challenge for some reason right now that I'm working on. I cannot crack the code on that one yet, Um, but just focused on what I look like. Just more, like, physical, materialistic things and kind of wanting to take the easy way out, like, still kind of craving those sugar, high sugar foods, um, foods that aren't the best for me, not really caring as much about going for walks, and honestly not even wanting to create. Even doing, sitting down and doing this podcast does not feel as good as it usually does. I'm very tapped out of my creative energy and misaligned from myself. A lot of the thoughts going through my brain are just not my higher self, you know? So today I have two kind of major things I want to talk about. Um, The first being how to realign with yourself when you feel disconnected and misaligned. And the steps I'm kind of going to take to get back to that place. I think when you're in a place where you are flowing and you have all this good creative energy and you feel like you're really growing towards your higher self to not be that person. Like, when you, mm, I don't know how to explain this, when you're aware of life and yourself, when you've had a spiritual awakening, when you're aware of your ego, when you're aware of your higher self and your thoughts, it's difficult to go back to autopilot knowing that you were once in a really good spot and It's hard to get yourself, I guess, back out of autopilot and back towards awareness and intentional living, if that makes any sense. But at least I am aware (laughs) that there is a better way for me to be living. There's a better mindset for me to be in. So yeah, I guess I just wanted to talk about how I get myself off of autopilot, out of the ego-driven behaviors and the ego-driven thoughts, and back towards a more mindful, intentional living where I am aware of the things that I'm doing and I'm putting more purpose and intention into my growth and my daily life. So, step one, when I got home, I made sure that I didn't unpack my bags until I did a full clean out of my room. Um, like, I did full on sp- spring cleaning mode. I wanted to get everything old out of my room, all the old clothes that I don't wear. And I'm not like a very messy person, but I don't have a ton of space and I don't want to overcrowd it. I get really overwhelmed when there's just a lot of stuff everywhere so I wanted to make sure that I pulled out everything that I no longer wear and create space for, I really do believe, I feel like I've talked about this before, I don't know if it was on here, just um, on my Instagram or something, but I do believe that when you feel called to clean out, your physical space. It's making room for either new physical things to come into your life or new mindsets to come into your life. You need to make space. You need to clear out the negative in order to bring in new positive energy. So, the first thing I did was really try to deep clean my room, get my environment clean. I'm very affected by my environment. I'm pretty sure everyone is. I'm just aware of how affected I get by my environment, so I wanted to make sure Clear everything out and get ready to bring in some new goodness and mindsets. And just a side note here, I feel like this is a really important concept as well. It's very, very difficult. Well, let me start this. Start it this way. Energy in motion stays in motion, energy at rest stays at rest. And it's very difficult. It just takes more energy to go from rest to motion, right? I feel like that's just physical laws of nature. That's some physics right there. That goes the same for us. I mean, we are energy, our movement is energy. When you are at rest, when you're on autopilot, when you are kind of just being in a lazy mindset, It is very, very difficult to get moving. But then once you're moving, have you ever noticed that once you actually start cleaning your room or like you make your bed, then you're on to the next thing and all of a sudden you've done your laundry, you've deep cleaned your whole room, you're in a mode and like you don't really need to stop at all, like you don't feel tired. It's kind of the same thing. It's difficult to get that first burst of energy to start out from going from laziness to or from rest to motion. But once you're moving the ball is rolling and it takes less energy to keep the ball rolling so i understand that it's very difficult to go to bridge the gap between rest and motion from autopilot to working towards good energy and awareness so i recognize that and i do my best to push myself to say hey give yourself five minutes to journal or give yourself five minutes to just make your bed, clean your room. Just start with five minutes and see where it takes you. And honestly, sometimes five minutes and I'm done. I'm tapped out. It's just not the day. But there's a most of the time where I start with five minutes and before you know it, I've been cleaning my room for a whole hour. And again, this literally goes for anything. Bridge the gap between rest and motion. It takes a little bit extra effort, but you're worth that effort. And once you get the ball moving, it won't be as difficult. Another thing I really need to do is declutter my camera roll. Yes, we have the physical space that we can declutter, but I don't think we realize sometimes how much our phones clutter our minds with the clutter that they hold. You know, when you, like, have an event or you go on a vacation and you just take a bunch of pictures and it's honestly, like, the same exact picture just taken 200 times, I need to go through and wipe those out because those honestly overwhelm me so, so much and they create a lot of negative space in my head. So, that's another thing I need to do. After all the decluttering is done, I made my space and... I started writing a to-do list of all of the things that I need to get done or would like to work on. I have this legal pad that I write on and it's just basically a big list of everything. It's completely disorganized. It's everything from laundry to things I need to buy to new things I want to try to research that I want to do on a subject to posts I want to make for Instagram. It's just a compilation of absolutely all of the things that are on my mind, and it honestly helps so much to get it just down on paper so that I have a starting point. What's funny is the first couple days while I was in Florida, I was craving the gym, like, so bad. I wanted to go to the gym so, so badly, and now being home, I was like, completely resistant to going to the gym. I was like, I don't want to go. I have absolutely zero interest in going. So when I got back, I gave myself a few more days of rest um, because I don't want to start from like a bad place with the gym again. And I just went when I was ready to go again, when my body wasn't hurting, when I was feeling good. And I think it's important to listen to your body, but also push yourself, you know, get yourself back into those routines. Do it because you're worth the effort and you know that it makes you feel good even though, yeah, it's going to be tiring and exhausting and it's difficult, but you're worth it. So, I got myself back in the gym and I think I'm going to be taking a new approach to working out. Before I left, I was very, very worn out. My body physically was very worn out from the gym. I've had a lot of knee issues, hip issues, now ankle issues, like my whole leg and my good leg is becoming my bad leg and it's worn me out. You know, my back's always hurting. My whole body always aches and I feel like a ton of bricks all the time and I don't want to have that relationship with my body or the gym anymore. I want to go about it in a way that respects my body and where I can safely move and exercise. The time I had to rest in Florida also really made me realize that. I think a lot of times when we go like on vacation or we take a break from working out, we think that, oh my god, I'm going to gain all this weight and I'm going to lose all of my progress and all my muscle mass. And first of all, that should not be where our minds are oriented, but I understand that that typically is. Those are the negative thoughts that creep in. But that rest time is so, so valuable. When I come home, there was literally zero change to my body at all, even though I took a week off. And in fact, I felt better than I have in a long time because I gave myself that rest. I didn't feel as puffy and as dense and heavy, and I wasn't in as much pain. So the, that rest time taught me that Rest is important, and that I need to slow down, and I need to be kinder to my body. And in addition to being kinder to my body, I need to be kinder to my mind. I, When you're on autopilot, you're obviously not aware of the toxic thoughts that are slowly making their way back into your brain. And before you know it, you're somehow miserable again, and it's because you didn't realize you've been feeding these automatic negative thoughts and you haven't been affirming yourself or putting positive thoughts into your brain so again it's very difficult to come face to face with those negative thoughts to become aware of them again but you have to do it you have to be like oh shit I'm not in a good mindset anymore and be like all right Where are these negative thoughts coming from? What belief systems are we dealing with here? And it's so crazy how in one week, one week, our brains can become so, so clouded so quickly. And our whole reality starts with, starts inside of us, starts in our minds, right? We create our reality. Our perception of the world is, built from our own belief systems and our own thoughts that we're holding in our head. So it's time to get those right. Um, Another thing that I didn't want to do was sit down and journal. So last night, I whipped out my journal and my pen, and I got to it. I wrote down all of the thoughts that were consuming my head. A lot of people sometimes ask me how I journal, and honestly... It's different all the time. There's no way to journal. It's just what feels right for you. On days where I feel extra cloudy headed and I have a lot going on in my mind, I literally just start writing. Sometimes I start with a list of all of the different things that are consuming my mind. Again, whether it's literally like laundry or some far deeper thing that is bothering me. I write it all out and I just get it out of my head and onto paper. And I know, I used to be very afraid of journaling too because it's like once it's written down, it's real. Like those thoughts that are in your head are real and you have to face them and that's terrifying. And I get that because I know we all have a lot of very dark thoughts and it's scary to actually see them in your reality. But I promise you, once you come face to face with them, you realize that they're not that scary. They're not all that bad. And sometimes, too, before I got into journaling, what I would do is I have this whiteboard in my room. And I would use my whiteboard because then it's not something that's permanent. I can wipe it away. I can clean it off. And it's gone. But at least I was still getting it out of my head. I was energetically letting it go. Sorry, I got off track there for a second. But... I sat down and I started journaling, writing out all the thoughts, and especially I think it's important after maybe like a certain period of time to reflect on that certain period of time to, especially if you haven't, I'm sorry, I should say, especially if you haven't been aware, if you haven't been journaling through that period of time, to go back and reflect on your experiences and perhaps what you learned I think I learned a lot from this trip I have a lot of things that I need to work on so it was important for me to write those things down and honestly had I kept up with my habits while I was on the trip I definitely think I would have made Better decisions for myself and for the people around me, and I would have just been an overall better friend. So sometimes I'm like mad at myself for not, but I think I learned a lot through that experience. And I obviously learned that these little habits that I keep for myself are really important in literally me just being a good person. So I think it's important to take the time to reflect on that, especially if you're someone that wants to grow and you want to develop. It's important to reflect on your experiences and see maybe where you weren't your best self and understand how you could be better going forward sometimes when i'm journaling too i don't really come to any resolutions per se a lot of times i would say that i do i think journaling really helps me sort things through but a lot of times i don't like i think last night i was like i don't know why yet i still can't figure this out and Sometimes, like, that's okay. I mean, I have pages and pages of basically the exact same journal entry, and I feel like I'm getting nowhere with a specific topic. And it's like, eventually, I figure it out. Eventually, my experiences lead me to a resolution. So, even though I necess- didn't necessarily come to any resolutions or I don't have a new mindset just yet on a couple of things, I still think it's really important to write those things down, and have that time where I'm reflecting because that brings me back into alignment and connection with myself and who I want to be. I also recently haven't been feeling very grateful at all for much of anything. I live a very privileged life that I should be incredibly grateful for. But I've found that I'm holding on to a lot of resentment that I need to let go of. And when you're misaligned and not practicing gratitude, it is very, very easy to take your anger out on people. To hold a negative energy, to play victim, and to honestly just feel like shit. Whenever I'm practicing gratitude, I feel so much lighter, so much kinder, so much more joyful. And I interact with people in a much better way. And when I'm not practicing gratitude, I find I get in little stupid arguments with people. And I feel heavy and I guess just on autopilot. I don't really feel in control and I don't feel as joyful. Like, I think gratitude honestly gives you, like, this euphoric, joyful feeling when you feel just genuinely grateful for life. So, I was literally just about to start doing my gratitude list when I was like, no, like, right now I need to, like, I can't think about anything else. I just need to set up my mic and start podcasting. But after this, I'm gonna go back to gratitude and get back into that mindset again something that really helps me practice gratitude is going for walks and a lot of time without my a lot of times without my phone and just kind of being in nature and being present and being grateful for the sun on my skin and being grateful for the ability to walk and the ability to hear the birds chirping that's kind of always my starting point for gratitude and going off of that, I think over the past month or so, I have really developed a a need, per se, for walking. I really, really value walks. I'm hearing this buzzword called, or this, uh, this phrase, people are calling it like hot girl walking or whatever, like hot girl walks. Um, I've been doing hot girl walks since... 2020, thank you very much, but I guess it's just, like, you go for this walk, and (laughs) this sounds so stupid, you just go for a walk, (laughs) but during that walk, you're um, either, like, getting stuff done, whether you're, like, taking business calls, um, which I don't do, or um, you're practicing gratitude, or doing affirmations, or listening to a podcast, and I mean, that's shit that I've been doing for a while now, but I think a lot of times, again, when you get back into autopilot and you're not living intentionally, we get out of those habits, and I started walking again right before I left for Florida, and I forgot how impactful they are to me and how important they are, not only to my mental health, but to my physical health. I, first of all, I never see as much changes in my body in a good way than when I'm walking. I feel a lot more limber, if you will, a lot leaner, a lot less bloated. Overall, I just feel really good and I have better energy. And then mentally, it's my time where I learn. If I'm listening to podcasts, I'm learning. I'm in flow. I'm, my subconscious is, I feel like working at an all-time high. I'm creating. I'm building. It's really my time of amazing growth. So while I was in Florida the first couple days I went for walks and then I just kind of stopped walking and now walking just doesn't sound appealing to me at all. I mean it sounds like a chore and that's how I've felt before when I get off track with it. So, I'm going to get back into walking. And if you don't walk every day, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Put on a podcast. Listen to me. You can listen to me while you're walking. And if not me, obviously, there's a million amazing other podcasts to be listening to that, honestly, I would attribute most of my growth within the past two years to podcasts and my hot girl walks. Seriously. I swear by that. So, I'm gonna get back into walking. I'm gonna make sure that rain or shine, no matter what the weather is, that I'm walking. It's so fucking amazing to get outside and breathe fresh air. If you are someone especially that sits inside all day, whether you work a nine-to-five or you work on your computer all day at home, get the fuck outside. Like, seriously, we don't realize how important it is for our physical and mental health. Fresh air? We need that shit, That's fundamental to life. And I do not want to hear complaints that it's cold out. I have walked in, like, 11 degree weather. I've walked at 8 o'clock at night, 6 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock at night. I've walked in the rain. I've walked in the, in a blizzard. It does not matter. I don't want to hear an excuse. If you have two fucking legs, go for a walk. I know that's some harsh, tough love right there. But I just value these walks so much. They're literally life-changing. So, even just me talking about this right now is getting me hyped to go walking again because I need it in my life. It fully helps me realign to myself. Another thing that I really need to get back into the swing of is reading. Whenever I talk about reading to people, a lot of people say like, yeah, I'm just not much of a reader. Trust me, I'm not much of a reader. I know. But again, like, you can keep giving excuses or you can challenge yourself and actually do something good for yourself. Before I left for Florida, I was low-key doing the 75-day hard challenge, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically just a 75-day challenge where there's just a bunch of rules Um It's like a mindset challenge and it pushes you to prioritize your healthy habits. So, part of the 75 day challenge, 75 hard, what am I saying? Part of the 75 hard is you have to read 10 pages a day of any nonfiction book. So, leading up to going away, I didn't finish, by the way, the challenge, but Leading up to Florida, I was reading 10 pages a day, if not more, and it was my time to grow again. It was my time that I set aside to be off of my phone, be present, to be learning, and again, I'm not in school anymore, so I don't really, I guess, have to be in any positions where I'm learning. I have to put myself in those positions. I have to push myself to learn. I'm not forced to learn anymore. Like, I have to force myself to learn, and obviously learning is critical to your growth. So, um, I started reading the book The Mountain Is You, which, if you haven't read it already, I highly, highly, highly recommend, and I just need to get back into reading again. I stopped reading and I'm glad that I had the opportunity before I left to put these habits in place because now I want them back. I love them so much. The reading, the walking, the journaling, everything. I felt so good doing all of those things and I'm glad that I was able to see the positive results from that. So now I want it back. So, even if you kind of just set a challenge for yourself of, hey, for the next 30 days, I'm going to read five pages a day. I know that reading is really overwhelming. Get a book that that's not that big, that's not that overwhelming, that maybe doesn't have, that maybe has bigger print, honestly, instead of, like, the, the, you know, the pages that are, like, the margins are super small and it's just the whole page is just filled with words <laughs> and it's just really overwhelming Get a a book that seems a lot more digestible and just start there. Just start with five pages a day. Not a whole chapter, not ten pages, just five pages a day for 30 days and just see how it goes. I think eventually I'm going to make a TikTok about all of the books that I highly recommend. I haven't really read that many books. I'm not like a huge book guru, but um, The Mountain Is You really is an insanely amazing book, in my opinion. Anyways, go to Barnes & Noble, go on Amazon. Another thing that gets me reconnected and realigned with myself is good music. I think we don't realize sometimes how much music affects us, and I think that there've, there's actually been some studies done, um, don't quote me on any of this, that <laughs> have proven the effects of music with high vibes, good frequency. I don't don't know what I'm saying. I'm trying to make a bold claim here, but (laughs) high vibe music is really, really important. Good frequency music is really important. We are so affected by music and I don't think we realize it. I have a couple really good energy music playlists on Spotify. If you want to check them out, a lot of, like, meditative music, a lot of just good vibe music, a lot of high energy good vibe music, anything with good intentional words and positive affirmations and good beats, listen to it. Put it on. The second you wake up, start putting yourself in a good mood. If all you listen to is rap about fucking bitches and getting money, like, what do you think Your mindset is going to be oriented too. And if that's what you want, hey, to each their own. But I personally think that life is a little bit deeper than that. Another thing that I have realized this week is, I don't remember if it was from a TikTok or where I heard it from, but it's our responsibility to affirm ourselves. It's our responsibility the second we wake up to affirm ourselves. It's not anyone else's responsibility to affirm you. It is your responsibility to affirm yourself. External validation will never, ever fill the void. You have to give yourself that validation. So, recently, right when I wake up, what I've been trying to do, again, to get myself realigned, is immediately, like, the second I pick up my phone, I go to Spotify, I turn on high vibe music, I connect it to my speaker, and then I remember, okay, this is up to me to affirm myself. It's up to me to make the decision that I'm gonna have a good day. It's up to me to decide how I view myself today. It's up to me to decide how I view the world today. Those very, very first decisions you make in the morning set the foundation for your entire day. And again, no, this is kind of going to be conflicting here, but you can't let a couple seconds or a couple minutes ruin your whole day. If you start off on the wrong track, you can still take your energy back and get, off on, the, get on the right foot again. But if the first couple things you do in the morning are orient yourself to self-loathing, to comparison by going on social media, or to the dopamine rushes of notifications on social media... If the first things you do are start out from a place of lack and comparison and negativity, where do you think the rest of your... Like, that's how your mind is literally oriented for the day. Those first few moments when you wake up, you have a fresh, clean slate. Start somewhere positive. Start with gratitude. Start with orienting your mind to see the good in the world, to see the good in you. So... For the most part, those are my tips and tricks to realigning. Those are, that's kind of like an insight to some of the habits that I've instilled in my life that really help me to become aligned with myself and my growth and my higher self and work towards being a good person. These are the habits that make me the most joyful, the most grateful, the happiest version of myself. So I know I said that I had two topics that I wanted to talk about in this podcast episode, but I think I'm going to save the other topic for next week's episode or a future episode because I'm already at like over a half an hour and I don't want to make this episode too long. Also, definitely let me know What kind, what length podcast episodes you like to listen to? Do you like shorter, like 15-minute episodes? Do you like half an hour, 45-minute episodes? Do you like hour-plus episodes? Um, I never really have a preference. I always just like to listen to whatever. But let me know if you have a preference at all. I'd love to hear your feedback and insight. So I'm thinking in one of the future episodes, the other topic that I wanted to talk about was kind of like More basic, what is ego? I talk about ego a lot, I feel like, especially since I've kind of had this spiritual awakening. I've become aware of the concept of ego, and I think it's. I should probably do a little bit more research before I talk about it, anyways, but I think it would be an interesting topic to talk about. So if you have any insight, if you want to start the conversation with me, definitely hit me up in my DMs and we can start the conversation there and then I would love to take some of that insight and talk about it on here. So I hope that some of these tips, some of these habits that I talked about helped you out this week. As always, I so appreciate you listening and giving me the space to share. And yeah, if you want to talk about anything, hit me up. We can chat. Otherwise, I will talk to you in the next episode.